NotFest.com presents Talk To Me. With over 300 interviews under his belt and six years running, your host Joshua Toomey interviews metal and rock's heaviest hitters. Follow the show at Talk To Me Talk. Here's your host, Joshua Toomey. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Talk To Me here on NotFest.com. The guest this week is the mighty Mark Rizzo, formerly of Soulfly, and now of Hail the Horns and his solo projects. And you will get a huge dose of Mark Rizzo coming up soon. Hate to see him out of Soulfly. Huge fan of Mark Rizzo. I was going back and looking at, uh, at episodes of Talk To Me, and I think he was on episode, like, 21. And I remember that being my first ever start to finish episode that I really enjoyed. So it was great to have Mark Rizzo back on the podcast. If you want to go back and check that one out from like five years ago, uh, you can always go back and check that out. But I saw the news with Mark going on. Uh, Still friendly with Mark. actually toured with Mark back in 2007. Uh, He opened a Primer 55 tour for a few dates uh, while Bobby and him were both in Soulfly. Uh, Bobby did a a Primer offshoot tour and Mark came out and opened for us. So longtime friend of Mark Rizzo and reached out to him to get him on the show. He came on the show. Great to have him on the podcast as always. He will be doing uh, huge things coming up soon. He honestly should be in the conversation with a John 5 Ingve, Joe Satriani, any of those shred dudes, he's got that, but he's also got the, the flamenco style that he has with them. And uh, I think he's going to be sorely missed in Soulfly. Still kind of curious to what they're going to do in Soulfly because I'm not sure how much of a shredder Dino is. I know, I know Dino is a rock solid monster guitar player, but I'm not sure how much of a shredder he is. Uh, make sure to head over to notfest.com. Check out the VIP section over there. Become a NotFest VIP and you can watch the video of this show and the video of this episode will be posted up there. And as always, guys, make sure to check me out on NotFest Twitch Thursday nights, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. It's always free. Uh, Throwback Throwdown with Toomey. And the guest uh, tonight on Post Night, if you're listening Post Night, is Jeremy Spencer, formerly of Five Finger Death Punch, now of Psychosexual. And then we've got Amy Schiaretto of Adam Splitter PR. That's going to be fun. If you're into podcasts and podcasting and you're wondering, how does Toomey get all these wonderful guests on his show? If I don't already know him, it's because of Amy. It's because of Natalie. Uh, it's because of all the wonderful publicists out there that I deal with on a constant basis. So if you want to tune in and kind of just learn about that side of it, uh, it's not always about reaching out on Facebook. It's not always about reaching out on Instagram. Uh, it's about them reaching out to you and saying, hey, would you like this monster guest on your podcast? And I'm always like, hell yes. I would absolutely love to have that monster guest on my podcast. So Amy's going to come on. And then we've got Dan of All Good Things coming on. So it's going to be action-packed over there, NotFest Twitch, twitch.tv slash official. And uh, one last thing before we get into my interview this week with Mark Rizzo, I did want to say that I had a blast at Rockin' Pod. If you came out to rock and pod and uh, came up and said hello thanks for coming up i uh, met a lot of great people took some photos with some people uh always just great to kind of put faces to names and faces to who listens to the show each and every week great to see everybody and i i, I think this might have been the best year of rock and pod 
Looks like there was a ton of people. I enjoyed the venue. Every year we go down there and we get some great guests. I actually didn't do any interviews this time. So maybe that's why I had a good time because I just uh, set my booth up, hung out, and uh, talked to everybody as they were stressing about their interviews and whatnot. Uh, had a great time meeting everybody. Got to meet Ricky Rackman in person. Uh, that's a huge thing for me as throughout my high school years were basically his years on MTV. And so every Saturday night, when all of my friends were out being cool and hanging out and uh, doing God knows what, I was at home watching watching Headbangers Ball and taping Saturday Night Live. So that was my high school years. That's how cool I am, everybody. I was doing those things. And uh, yeah, great to meet him in person. Matt Pinfield walking around. Uh, Vinny Apice, Carmine Apice. Uh, they, were, they were actually sitting next to us at breakfast one morning. That was crazy. Uh, my wife... We were getting off the elevator uh, one last time and uh, we were up kind of on the seventh floor and we were joking because there was there was a uh, elevator buttons on both sides of the thing. And I was like, let's let's push all the buttons as we get out. Just, you know, just goofing around like we do. And and so as we were walking out, she just kind of ran her hand down the uh, elevator buttons to to basically whoever got in next was going to have to pretty much stop at every single floor. And as I'm getting off. Someone goes, hey, Toomey, man, it's good to see you. Have a great weekend. He's getting on the elevator. Then I see Vinny and Carmine getting on the elevator also, and I'm just shaking my head like, of all people that are here at the expo that are getting on this elevator that my wife has uh, touched, you know, pushed all the buttons on. So on my way out, I was like, you might as well want to watch out. I think my wife bumped into the buttons. But uh, I digress. Because, <laughs> you know, we are just wacky over here at the uh, Toomey family. Uh, oh, Overall, man, great to see Chris Sinzak, great to see Aaron Camaro, great to see Baco and Luce and and uh, Ralph and Ian from the Rock and Metal Combat. If you listen to my other show, Diablo Sin Podcastica, a while back, uh, great to see Ian. I had not seen him in person since we did the show. We took a great photo, put it up on the uh, Diablo Sin Podcastica Facebook page, and uh, good to see, you know, Mike, Metal Mike from MDG Rock Photography there, uh, also former co-host of the Talk To Me podcast. Great to see him. Great. It was just great to see everybody, man. Everybody seemed to be in a good mood. My my dad and stepmom came out. Great picture of him with uh, the the Gene Simmons that was walking around, and uh, that's that's a great thing. Go check out that on the Instagram page, on my Facebook page, and if you want to check me out on Facebook, it's uh, at Talk To Me Talk on Facebook, at Talk To Me Talk on Twitter, and just my name Joshua Toomey on Instagram. So without any more of my ramblings, let's uh, check out something on uh, Mark Rizzo's solo record. Talk to Mark, and then I will talk to you guys momentarily. Great, Mark Rizzo, man. Mark, how have you been? I'm good. I'm back. I fell down. Sorry. 
bump my head, but I'm doing good. It happens, man. It happens. So how's the last uh, about week or so been for you now that the news is out? Yeah, you know, it's been it's been very hectic. Um, I will say, though, uh, I'm overwhelmed by the love from the fans. Yeah. You know, um, you know it's really been uh, way beyond my expectations. Um, you know, I'm really not trying to stir the pot. I'm just telling you what my last year was like. Um trying to stay positive, even though it was obviously for all of us, it was a rough year. It's oh, not, yeah. There's no cry for me bullshit. And listen, <laughs> you know, I, um, you know, I did what I had to do, you know, but, um, but yeah, I'm very grateful to the fans uh, for all the love and support. Cause I love those guys too. And I'm getting ready to start uh, my next solo tour tomorrow. I'm flying out and uh, I can't wait to hang out with everybody and talk in person. Man. So, you know, this is, these are exciting times for me. So big thank you to everybody. Absolutely, man. Yeah, everything that I saw, it was any any post about it or anything was basically like good luck, Max. You know, good luck replacing that. You know, so it's it's been. Pre- I mean, look, man. Again, I'm not trying to stir yeah. the pot, man. Obviously, you know, it is what it is. Things happen. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not perfect, dude. I, you know, I, I had a couple meltdowns this year. Yeah. You know, as I'm sure a lot of people did. Um, but I'm in a healthier headspace now, man. And uh, you know, these last couple months doing. Uh, my solo project, my new projects that I'm, I've announced, you know, so I'm just moving forward, staying positive and um, just taking the high road here, man, and, and kicking it with all the fans like I always do. Yeah. So, again, big thank you to everyone. Yeah, I'm not trying to stir the pot either, but I I, I left a uh, much smaller band, you know, prior to my primary 55 days. And I remember just walking out of the rehearsal room with my gear in my car and just like felt like a weight had lifted off my shoulders. Um, do you kind of feel like that right now? Yeah, I do. I do. You know, and, and, and I would like to say, you know, with everything going on and, and again, I'm overwhelmed by the fans. I mean, listen, you be on any level. Being in a band is very difficult. Yeah, It's, you know, you got four or five people trying to live on top of each other, uh, be creative. I, I mean, you know, listen, man, this is, this is a very, uh, it's, it's not easy. And, um, obviously the band I was coming from has a long history of stuff. Um, and you know, Thank you for everyone for all the support because, you know, I, I was there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. What, 18 years, right? Dude, I can't even believe it, bro. I was thinking about it. I mean, I've been thinking about, obviously, right. this whole year a lot about, man, where did the 18 years of my life go, man? It's unbelievable. Yeah, because, I mean, when you joined Soulfly, that's when Bobby joined Soulfly. And Bobby and I were actually in a band at the time when he joined Soulfly. And so just to think mm-hmm. back on that time, and how long ago that was for me, it's just, it's, it, that was, you know, lifetimes ago. Two decades, right? Right. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Dude. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit of positive right now. Um, let's talk a bit about like hail the horns. Um, obviously, you know, your, your thing with Christian and, uh, and, uh, Tony Campos there, what are you guys doing there? Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a project that Tony and I and Opus have been talking about doing for a long time. Uh, and it's basically Tony Campos, me, and, and Opus from Dead by Wednesday. And um, we're going to go out for starters and just do a lot of covers from the bands we're known for. So obviously, we're going to play a lot of, you know, Soulfly, uh, some Fear Factory, some Static X, right. some Ministry, you know, all the things that Tony and I have been part of, plus a, a whole bunch of other metal classics, you know, Slayer, Pantera, <laughs> right. you know, I hope hopefully do some Biohazard. They're my favorite. Oh, yeah. Overkill. Um, so that, that's how it's starting. In November, we're going to hit the road and do a bunch of dates, you know. And then we are working on some originals, too. And I'm really stoked about that because uh, Tony will be uh, the main singer in the band. 
I'll do some backups as will will uh, Christian. Um, but Tony has amazed me with how good of a singer he is. I, I had no clue, but man, could he sing his ass off, man. And uh, he's singing melodically now too, with like a heavy vibe to it. So, you know, the sky's the limit, man. You know, we're, we're, we're going to go full steam ahead. We hail the horns and, uh, and, and just work hard, man. You know, it's going to be a, a heavy touring band. So we're stoked. Yeah. It's such a crazy small world when it's like, you know, it's like Dino playing with Max in Soulfly and then Tony playing in Fear Factory with Dino, who's now playing with, you know, it's just like this weird, like, like circle of life, uh, man. Know, yeah, yeah we're, all, we're all in the same circle, man. You know, in this heavy metal world, it's a, uh, it's a tight knit circle for the most part. So, uh, yeah, you know, it all makes sense, yeah. man, you know. Well, as a, as a fan of music and as a fan of heavy music, I mean, at, for you, is it kind of cool to see Dino kind of step into that role? Like, you know, because I'm a huge sure. Fear Factory fan, too, yeah. you know too I, I love dino man he's a great guitar player he's a big influence on me i love fear factory right one of my first metal shows i ever played as a 16 year old kid was opening up for fear factory in uh, studio one in newark new jersey um so you know that was back in 94 so you know he was obviously he, he was the obvious choice he's filled in with them before he's worked with max so you know i'm very happy for him. i know he's been i'm sure out of work also so go for it you know <laughs> gig and, and rock it it's gonna do a great job and, and i'm doing my own thing you know i've been on the road now for six months doing doing my solo thing um so you know it's all good stuff man the fans the fans get a win-win situation no matter what oh man, that's absolutely what the uh you know the last few months you have been touring how how is touring the last few months been you know you're one of the few out there doing I'm, it i'm glad you brought that up you know i um like i've talked about now all week um you know, I, I bet I basically, you know, it was a rough year. I had to go back to work, um, which I'm very grateful. I will say that I was offered a job with a friend doing home renovations. Very obviously hard work. Uh, I grew up doing it as a kid. So, you know, I, I hung and did what I had to do. Um, and then in February, um, I got a call from my good friend, Nick Bell, and also Christian, uh, who introduced me to Nick Bell. And they were like, look, we could get you back on the road. And, uh, making money, doing your solo project, going to the States that are open. Yeah. And of course I jumped at it. I was like, dude, let's go, man. I, I'm dying to get back on the road and play and hang with the fans. You know, um, you know, again, we weren't doing anything like that with Soul Fly, nothing. Um, so I, I jumped on the opportunity and, and, uh, and big props to, uh, to Nick and, and Christian and also Chris Pallone down in Texas for hooking up uh, some t- a bunch of Texas dates. Uh, our good friend, Jeff Phil- Filgren, um, you know, these guys were very key to, to getting me back on the road and supporting me. You know, these were guys that gave me, a, you know, were calling me nonstop. You know, it, it just, uh, I'm very grateful that these guys got me back on the road doing what I love to do and, and just keep going with my solo projects. So uh, I'm very, very happy about it all. You're one of those dudes that even when I've had Max on the show, you know, I'll be like, why is Mark not more renowned when it comes to like guitar shredders you know and he agreed too he's like i don't know like i don't know if it's being in soulfly and soulfly is maybe more uh, you know considered a, a new metal band and you know new metal and guitar solos aren't you know one and one but i mean you know when it comes to like a john five or you know in like the ingve john five tour like mark rizzo should be on that tour or the the those what are they like g3s or g5s or whatever they are you, you fit right in there man what why do you think it is that you don't get lumped into to you know, guitar virtuoso guy. Well, thank you, dude. Um, you know, look, man, I, I'm very content with uh, the little bit of success I've had all these years. Uh, I'm very lucky. 
you know, I, I was just a kid from New Jersey yeah. playing in hardcore bands and metal bands around the area, working, you know, jobs during the day, playing at night. So as far as I, I've come, I'd never expected to even do a quarter of the things right. that I've done. Um, you know, as, as far as going to the next level, I think now is the time. You know, I, I, now I really can dedicate my time um, to my solo project um, because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not doing Soulfly. You know, I mean, that really took up a lot of my time and energy um you know when you would go away with soulfly you, you really didn't know when you were coming and going the scheduling was always really crazy um so it was very difficult for me to try to get on like a g3 tour or to commit to anything i mean i was i was basically locked up you know waiting for the call to go back on the road with soulfly and if i was lucky to do a couple solo gigs here and there um i was very lucky to to be able to, to plan it you know um but yeah no it's been it's been um you know, it's been, it's, I, 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 obviously I would like more, uh, work, <laughs> right. more tours. So I think now we're really going to go full steam ahead with that and try to submit to get on those tours. Um, because I would love to do it, man. I mean, that's honestly the music I love is instrumental guitar music. I've always been a huge fan of like Joe Satriani and Bay Malmsteen. You know, I, I'm just, I'm a guitar nerd, you know, so <laughs> I love that stuff. And, um, I think now I'm in a situation focusing on my solo project and my other projects where I can really, talk about it more you know i'm not going to be you know kind of uh stifled to to not do interviews right. and, and and not be able to to really uh push my creative you know writing and my uh ability to to do what i do so uh i'm excited man this is this is all good stuff coming up you know when you and i toured back in the day you had a full band with you now when you post shows a lot of times you're playing to tracks uh, will, you, will you continue to do the tracks thing? Do you want to get a full band together? What are you thinking? Of course, I would love to play with a full band. Um, the guys that I usually love to play with, you know, my bass player, Derek Clivish, he passed away. You know, God True. bless him. Rest in peace. Uh, he was a great, great dude, great player. Um, and my drummer, Anthony Divizio, who does all my stuff on my recordings, uh, he's not really available nowadays to do like full tours. Um, of course, yes, I would love to play with a band, but it just right now it just it kind of makes it more affordable for me to go out, right. you know, buy one plane ticket. I mean, the, the reason why I was even able to hit the road during COVID these last couple months is because I was going out, you know, on a very low budget, low overhead, and it's just me with a guitar and my, my iPod with my backing track. So it makes it it makes it affordable. And a lot of times I know it seems ah, it's boring watching some dude play to a backing track, but you know what, man? After people see my show. I think people see that I give a hundred percent up there. I'm playing to the best of my ability. Um, and then after I do my set, I usually invite up some of the local bands and we play like four or five covers. So it's a party, man. It's a show and people definitely, I promise you get your money's worth at my shows. <laughs> I always give a hundred percent. Yeah. It's how is it for you to kind of just be up there by yourself? I mean, typically, you know, I've always played in a band situation. I'm sure you have too. So just to kind of be up there and uh, all eyes on you, man. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's different obviously um but i'm 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 well rehearsed you know i mean basically the tracks that i play to when i do these solo gigs is what i do in my live feeds every day it's my practice regimen um i'm well rehearsed i'm well practiced so i i'm i love it now i mean honestly now it's like you know after all these years of playing in bands and having to live with people on a bus and, and you know it can get a little hectic so to be able to yeah. tour and play guitar by myself on stage as much as I love playing with bands and, and, and playing with other people. I mean, it, it really is a, a very, uh, a, a very cool thing for me to be able to get out on the road and, and 
and just do this all by myself, man. I, I, I really needed it too, especially from where I was coming from, you know? <laughs> so you're talking earlier about the last year or so, and you've kind of come to some conclusions about things and then, you know, having to go and get, you know, work with your friend and things like that. Is that, is that what kind of makes you, you've, you've made the comment, I believe something along the lines of, you know, you didn't, you want to get the credit that you deserve in what you do and what you've done. Um, obviously if you look at Soulfly records, they say written and written and performed by Max Cavalera, but you know, Ozzy Osbourne records say that too. <laughs> and so I when mean, you, I mean, you know, you're, 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 you're being asked to collaborate, you know, yeah. and, um, I love to collaborate and I mean, let's face it, Matt, Max doesn't need me. He's going to be fine. You know, I know a lot yeah. of people are saying a lot of things on the internet, but he's going to be fine. He's been doing this way before me. Um, and I'm going to be fine too. I mean, I, I don't struggle with writing music. I, I love it. I play guitar all day long. I play all different styles. Uh, been working on my vocals too. So I'm going to be working on a lot of music. Um, I always have been a writer. I mean, um, that's the one thing there's this misconception that like, especially within the band, there was always a misconception that like, oh, he's just a shredder. He just does solos. Uh, there's a rumor going around that I just do solos. I mean, listen, man, I, I wrote a lot of, you know, those El Nino hit songs, you know, that I still right. get published and checks off. I mean, uh, right. with, with the guys from El Nino, with Dave and Christian. I mean, I, I've always considered myself a songwriter, number one. And then the shredding and everything is, is, is what I do for fun. Um, even my instrumental solo stuff, it, it's very well-constructed songwriting. I mean, I, I try to make the guitar sing. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to just shred all day long, you know. Um, so I think at this point in my life, at 44 years old, you know, I'm an old man now. And, <laughs> uh, I, I think whatever project I get myself into, um, I think I really should be getting, you know, yeah. writing credits from here on out. You know, I mean, it's just something that uh, I, I don't struggle with writing. I love to write. I'm very creative in the studio. I mean, if you put me in the studio, I'm, I'm like a kid in a candy store, dude. I go crazy. I'll stay out. That was the thing with all those Soulfly records and even with El Nino. Like, I'm, I'm the first guy in the studio. I'm the last to leave, man. I, I love yeah. recording. I'll, I'll stay till 4 o'clock in the morning slamming coffee and, and just writing and coming up with ideas, you know? So uh, that's that's where I'm at now. I guess the question in there for me was, while you're hanging drywall and whatnot, <laughs> is that is that when it was kind of eating at you that you weren't getting that mailbox money that you you've you've put in your harder you know your hard work over the last eighteen years in Soulfly and you're not getting you you're not seeing the uh, the rewards especially in a, in a time like this when the only thing anybody's getting right now is is a little bit of publishing. You know, man, it, it was there was a lot of that obviously as I'm freaking got my hand down a toilet bowl and I'm ripping up sheetrock and you know, <laughs> right. there's a lot of that obviously. Um, but also, you know, listen, I, I don't, don't feel sorry for me. I was grateful right. to have a job. I grew up doing all that blue college stuff as, as a teenager coming up, you know? So it, it's, you know, I was very happy that my friend gave me a job, but oh, yeah. I couldn't help from noticing my other friends in bands that also were on a smaller level that were doing special merchandise deals for the band members and the crew, you know, we're like, Hey, if you guys buy this much merch right now, we're, we're it's going to, you know, there was a little bit of that. There was, oh, uh, yeah. Lot, all the live feeds, you know, I'm like, I, I couldn't, you know what I loved a lot during this whole uh, situation was Sepultura was doing those Sepul Quartra things they were calling yep. where the four of them just got in their studios at home and just did these live jams and interviews. And it was great. It was entertaining, you know, and I'm sure it generated, uh, it, it generated some money for the, uh, for, for, for the band members, you know, 
And yeah. uh, unfortunately, there, there was nothing like that for us, you know. And, and look, it is what it is, man. You know, if that's the way people want to run their business, you can do whatever you want to do, you know. Yeah. But I can do whatever I want to do, too. And that's to just continue doing my solo stuff, man. You know, I mean, and, and prioritize my solo career, my, my Hail the Horns project, my new project, Revenge Beast, you know. And that's what I'm doing. And, and basically six months into COVID, six to seven months, I was working, hustling, and I basically made up my mind, like, you know what, man, 18 years in the band, it's just, it's just, it's time, man. It's time, you know, for me to just do me. Yeah, the biggest thing to come out of the Soulfly camp during uh, COVID was uh, Max cut his dreadlock off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then in, with Sepultura, they, you know, they packaged all of that Sepultura stuff together now, and they're releasing it as an album. So, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's more... You know, that's, that's, I, I applaud them for in a time of need them all yeah. getting together and doing that that was a brilliant idea and i'm sure it generated money for the members and 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 that's uh that's what it takes in a situation like that is is that kind of uh you know friendship to to, to pull something off like that man and, and uh professionalism honestly that's the word professionalism yeah. so uh you know good for them so with uh with max and and the and the guys over there they've kind of come out you know you've said you quit They've also said you they let you go. So I mean, what what happened there? I mean, look, man. Like I said, six months into it, I was like, I'm not coming back. Um, yeah. You know, whatever it was, fired, quit. I mean, I definitely, I I had a meltdown finally where I just let it all out, and and um, you know, I wasn't planning on doing this tour coming up or anything coming up. Obviously, I was on tour doing my solo stuff now and had tons of things booked anyway. Yeah. Um, and they just didn't like what I had to say you know, about all this. The, loans and and things that could have been done this year for the band members so they 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 made their decision and i made my decision and uh it is what it is man and uh end of the day i'm happy man this is this is a very positive thing for me and i think the reaction from the fans i mean again i'm overwhelmed so uh so this is all good stuff man i'm looking i'm looking up oh absolutely uh so when you joined the band in 2003 uh, you know, you come in under, under an agreement of, uh, you know, not getting publishing, things like that. Was that ever revisited over the years or, or were you kind of always on that same agreement that you came in on? I was on the same agreement, same contract since 03. Um, and that's fine. Listen, man, I, I, I knew what I was getting myself into all these years and I was very uh, grateful even for, for, for the situation, you know, and, and always was, you know, I mean, I, I always looked at it like this, man whatever I was adding, let's say to, to the records. Um, I always had plans to throw these songs into my set list. Eventually, you know, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to be fine. I'll be playing these soul fly songs until I'm an old man. You know, I'll be, I'll probably, <laughs> if I make it to 90, I'm still going to be up there headbanging good shape, you know, doing my workouts and, and staying healthy. And I'll still be shredding these songs uh, for a very, very long time to come, you know? So I, I don't, at the end of the day, it doesn't even really matter to me because when it comes to writing music, I, it's dude i can sit down and write like a whole record right now if i had to man i'm, I'm, I'm very uh lucky that i i'm inspired all day long you know to to write music you know yeah uh, so that's that's that was always my plan you know was, I mean, you know whatever whatever the agreement was let's let's go for it i'm cool with it you know because uh i'll always play these songs live and and, and uh get paid for my shows you know so a guy that you play with tony campos is kind of you know 
he's in Fear Factory. You know, he's in Soulfly. He's in Fear Factory. He's in Ministries and Static X. You know, do you kind of see that as as a career path you could do from here on out? To if if certain bands need guitar player, give me a call, kind of thing. Uh oh, like uh, the way Tony does. Yeah, sure, man. Listen, man, I welcome any sort of uh, any sort of projects uh, that people are looking for a guitar player. As long as you can work out the scheduling. Um, my solo project is definitely where my heart's at, man. I, I just love instrumental guitar music. I've always been a, a guitar dork my whole life, you know. <laughs> I just love all the shred stuff. So I, that that will always be my priority. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, anybody looking for, for leads on a record or they want to collaborate, hit me up, man. You know, if I dig the music and I want to do it, damn right I'm going to get on it, you know. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds, man, because uh, I do love to collaborate with people. And I definitely now... My schedule has obviously opened up a lot, so I'm, I'm super stoked <laughs> right. to start working with, you know, whoever hits me up, man, you know, so let's do this. And your former band, El Nino, is not going to split into two camps. You know, you get the Lions at the Gate guys, you get El Nino. You know, I'm, su- I'm sure one day they'll need a, a lead guitar player in one of those bands. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have <laughs> been, uh, that was another thing I wanted to talk about was that, you know, that me, Dave Shavari, and Laz Pina have, you know, we've rehooked up and we did a little reunion a couple months ago which was yeah. really, um, really cool. It was special for the fans. Um, I really give those guys a lot of props, you know, because they, they hit me up to, like, hey, man, we know you're probably hurting. We're all hurting during these hard times. Let's get together, do a reunion, do a live video online, sell tickets, and try to, you know, you know, spread money between uh, the El Nino band members and the, the old guys, the new guys, the crew guys. And I give them big props for that, man, um, that they did that because that really wasn't happening, you know, with Soulfly. Um, right. so it was really, I was very grateful for those guys, you know, put a little money in my pocket and, and it was excellent for the fans. Um, and I was around the time I, I, uh, I did that. And then I, I started touring with my solo project hitting the States that were open and I was able to, uh, you know, stop having to bust my back doing home renovations. <laughs> with a friend. So I'm very grateful, man. It's funny how things turn out. You know, I quit El Nino back in 02 and here, here I am in a pandemic and, uh, needed some help and they had my back. So. You know, we're definitely going to do some more stuff in the future. I've been writing with them for a possible new El Nino record. And we'll probably do some more 20-year anniversary uh, shows for the record revolution. So it's all good stuff. Man. So were there times in that in that six months after the six months into the pandemic when you, you're you like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to do this next tour. Had they just come to you and said, Mark, here's this. Mark, here's that. Let's renegotiate this or that. Would it have? Would you have come back? Or were you like, just, I'm done? I basically was like, I'm done, man. I mean, you know, maybe in the future, if we all sat down, talked about things. But I mean, listen, everything would have to change. Everything. And I don't ask people to change for me. I just, I walk out of situations. I'm not like that. You know, people have their lifestyles. I have my lifestyle. Um, So, yeah, I mean, six months into this whole COVID thing, man, it was like, there's no point. There's just no point anymore. Um. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's basically how that went down and, uh, you know, moving forward, man, moving forward. When was the last time you were in a room with those guys with Max and, and Gloria? Uh, I have not, I have not talked to Max since our last show at the heaven and hell festival, Mexico city, March of 2020. Uh, so, wow. you know, like I, I've been saying, you know, we haven't talked at all. He doesn't really have a phone for me to call him. You know, I mean, if he had his own phone, maybe I I'd give him a call and just, and talk, you know, I would love to say, hey, man, you know, how are you? And stuff like that. Right. Like, I do, I'm a friend, you know, and I, I don't I don't really have this like super hard feelings. I mean, I think the media is blowing this all up a little bit too much. Um, 
but you know it it is what it is um i really had no contact with him you know mike our bass player mike de leon he's a he's a hell of a shredding bass oh, player yeah. you know we talked a lot during the, the pandemic you know checking up on each other um but that's about it with the uh pandemic the one thing that really slipped through the cracks was ritual and soulfly ritual i think is amazing like it, it's true to form goes back to to early days of uh sepultura and early days of soulfly and uh it's just an overall great record it's one of those records that that kind of got lost in the shuffle with all of this um I, you know what man i i gotta disagree man i i think all ritual right. got a lot a big push i think it got it got a lot of attention um, it's a great record, you know. It's definitely it's up there as one of my favorite Soulfly records. But I can't stress enough, and I always say this in interviews, is is how much I thought uh, Enslaved didn't get the credit it deserved. I, I really think that's the best Soulfly record. Um, it was around a time I think you know Roadrunner didn't we weren't putting records out. It was the last record we, I think we did with Roadrunner, and maybe that had something to do with it. Um, I know there were some issues, you know, with with the with our drummer at the time, Dave Kincaid, who did a hell of a job on that record. I mean, that's got some of my, my favorite drumming, you know? Um, and, um, but I always tell people, check that record out, dude, because that record, there was a lot of energy and time that went into that record. Uh, it was the first one we ever did with Tony, you know, and that was great. And then we also, a big reason why I think that record was so good was because we worked with uh, Zeus, who's my all time oh, favorite yeah. producer. Um, you know, he really, he really lights a fire on your ass and, he doesn't put up with no bullshit. You know, he really fought for us in the studio to, to put more time in. And if we had to go over budget, then we had to go over budget. And it's, you know, we're, we're trying to make the, the ultimate record. We were trying to make a record that could, that could stand up to beneath the remains and arise. And you know what, man, I think we did. I think uh, enslaved was, was the best Soulfly record. And I, I don't think uh, we would have ever topped that record just because of all the people that were involved in it, the talent and uh, the hard work. Oh yeah, it's definitely a great record too. Um, going going forward, you know, talking about your solo stuff, will you be trying to do it all self? You know, self put it out and 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 do a Patreon or is there a label involved? You know, where are we going with that? Uh, so I'm uh, we're releasing come September a greatest hits record, uh, which is pretty funny. I mean, do I really need a greatest hits <laughs> record? You know, but but what's cool about it and it's coming out on God Size uh, re uh, Records, uh, which is my good friend Nick Bell again. Um, he's going to be putting it out and he had a great idea. It was like, you know what, man, a lot of people just love the heavy stuff on your records. And I've noticed that it kind of, my records kind of got split between the people that love the acoustic flamenco style stuff. Right. And then the, the, the heavy shit, he's like, let's just put out a, a balls to the wall, shredding heavy record of all your stuff from the past for starters. And then, you know, I'm a, a, very soon I'm going to be putting out a new solo record of all new material. So that record's going to drop in September. And, uh, I plan on touring that record. And playing all those songs so i'm really excited about that too yeah i definitely can't wait for that so anything with uh you know a patreon or anything like that you, you looked at anything like that i have a patreon page um, okay yeah i mean people can sign up for it I, I i don't really post too much anymore on it um just you know go to my merch page that's that's the best deal and honestly man just come out to my shows man you know that's that's uh that's still i'm old school like that come out to the gigs follow me on social media i'm always posting uh, where I'm at, what I'm doing, you know, and, uh, and I'm always, you're always guaranteed again, I, I, I do everything I can to, to put on, uh, an entertaining show and you're guaranteed to hang out with me after the show. You know? I don't do paid meet and greets, obviously who the hell am I? 
And uh, <laughs> I just hang out. I meet, I meet all the fans at the bar and just freaking hang out and just talk music, man. You know, I, I could do that all day long. Yeah, there's nothing better than just being on Facebook and scrolling through and, and you'll come across you being live and just shredding uh, for whatever. You know, I'll sit there, stop watch for a little bit and then keep going, man. It's this, you know, you're, you, you have a, a talent that uh, not a lot of people have, man. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Thank you, bro. I, I really enjoy doing those Facebook videos. They were very, uh, yeah, I, I've been doing them since like 2016. I think I started. Right. So it was even before the pandemic. Um, but I, I it, it means a lot for me to do those feeds. Cause the thing that when I'm doing my live feeds is I'm talking to you guys, reading your comments as I'm playing, I'm answering you where it's very, there's a lot of interaction going on. You know, I'm on my phone here, sitting right here where I'm at, at home right. and just, just talking like friends back and forth, man. And, and, and that's the way I like to roll. man. It's, that's to me. That's, that's the best part of it is that, that, uh, that friendship. Absolutely. So, uh, as we kind of wrap up here, man, what's the, what's the immediate future? When, when are the next shows? Do you have any dates coming up? Yeah. So tomorrow I'm flying out, uh, to, to jump on tour with my boys and whiskey dick. They're awesome, man. I, uh, <laughs> you know, you guys all got to go check them out. They're, they're one of my favorite new groups. They're like country blues, shredding acoustic guitar. It's awesome shit. And I've already toured with them a couple times this year and they're total brothers to me. So, uh, I'm meeting up with them tomorrow in South Dakota and, uh, we're doing about two weeks all over the Southwest, the Midwest, and then we're finishing up in Texas. Uh, so come out, I'm inviting all you guys, I'm inviting all the Soulfly fans, you know, I'm, I'm inviting everybody come to the show, come hang out. If you have questions, you can talk to me in person for good or for bad. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I'm all about still doing this, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited that I'm able to be out on the road, man. And again, a huge thank you to all the fans for, uh, the support, very overwhelming. And, uh, you know, I won't let you down, man. I'm always, uh, I'm here for you guys to be a positive role model.
Once again, huge thank you to Mark Rizzo for coming on the show. Make sure to support him in his future endeavors. Always a great dude. Great to tour with. And I, I think I talked about this on our first interview, but I, I remember Mark is obviously athletic dude, and he's always running and jogging. And uh, I was drinking a lot during those primer 55 days. And I would be stumbling out of the hotel in the morning, going to the van to get in for the next show. And Mark just goes running by in gym shorts and a, and a shirt and just being Mr. Athletic and Mr. Working Out. And there I am just feeling like a fat piece of shit <laughs> rolling over to the van because I'm so hungover. But uh, I'll never forget that, man. Uh, crazy times. Once again, huge thank you to Mark. Huge thank you to you guys for checking out the show each and every week. Make sure to head over to your podcast app. Leave me a nice five-star rating, a nice five-star review. Let your friends know you are listening to the Talk To Me podcast. And until next Thursday, I'm Joshua Toomey, and I will talk to you guys soon. Talk To Me podcast presented by NotFest.com. Follow the show at Talk To Me Talk. Be sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review on your favorite podcast app to get the latest from the Talk To Me podcast. Talk To Me.